what's the craziest project you've guys handled? What's the the wildest thing that's come across your desk? The wildest thing. I'm going to need a second to think about this because we do a lot of crazy stuff. <laughs> uh, that, I, I mean, the wrestling you know, is one thing. But, yeah. Uh, um, really, the craziest stuff that we get to do, you know, obviously the pro wrestling is great because, I mean, that is definitely a passion project for me and helping to build and, and seeing people that we've worked with that are on like your television on Monday and Friday nights on, on you know, in prime time or Wednesdays or you know, basically every night of the week. It's like, Hey, I remember working with that guy. Like, that's really cool to be like involved in something like that the way that we have been for so many years. Um, but the craziest thing for us is uh, the craziest thing for us, it would probably have to be that the, the 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 essay international that that i explained you know being able to travel around and get to uh uh film something exciting like motorsports like that and it's an educational thing on top of things so you get to see students lit from across the country from all around the world because we see kids from poland austria brazil india uh, uh, China, uh, you know, like the, the, it's it's really everywhere, and all kind of converging on this event, and and then you know being next to uh, people from General Motors and Ford and SpaceX and Tesla, you know, wow. and, and other companies that have like you know learning like what exactly does Bosch do in automotive, <laughs> you know, through our interviews and everything with these with these sponsors on, on these competitions. And and learning more about that. And I'm not a car guy. I'm not a motorsports guy. But it's an exciting field to be around and 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 capture uh, those kinds of things. Where's the wildest place that your job has taken you? Thailand. 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 It was um, it was actually because of my you know some of my relationships uh, with people in in, in the business. Um, there was a wrestler who goes by Chess Flexor. And he offered me a free trip to Thailand to basically be a cameraman on their honeymoon to follow them around and capture all of the uh, interesting uh, things that happen. Like that is, I mean, again, it was like I was kind of paid in trip, but it was just like it was a job because <laughs> following them and um, seeing, seeing Thailand was incredible. And, you know, that's the only time that I've left the continent. And uh, having that opportunity, that's been the greatest thing is the opportunity to to get out of Pittsburgh uh, to do some of this work in the, in the cool places that it's, it's taken us. And that's why we were so thrilled to bring Sidekick Media Services on. I mean, not only are you super talented, but you're you're international, right? And <laughs> that's not only right. Are you local yes. in Pittsburgh, but you're around the world. As we would, as we often said on our Wrestling Mayhem show, when we got that one person listening in Cairo, we are international <laughs> superstars. Hi, my name's Brian Crawford with pghmuseums.org, and over the next several weeks, I'll be talking with artists, museum directors, and even the general manager of a professional sports team. Due to the COVID-19 coronavirus, we'll be practicing social distancing and speaking over video and talking about how the virus is affecting the people who make our culture community work. We'll be discussing how it's affecting their lives, how they're staying creative, overcoming challenges, and how they plan to bounce back when we can all leave our homes again. Please join me for COVID Conversations. I am here with Michael Sorg of Sidekick Media Services and Sorgatron Media. Sidekick Media Services built the website, pghmuseums.org, that you guys love to frequent. 
Uh, right now, we are we're, we're a little dry. There's nothing happening. Everything is closing down. So we thought this would be a great opportunity to go behind the scenes and unveil the curtain that is PGH Museums and find out the players involved. And when we first started the project, I, I knew I needed some support. And I thought, you know, what better support motive than, than a sidekick? So I ordered Sidekick Media Services. I, I hired you guys to build the website and build the website you did. And it's fantastic. Everybody loves it. Michael, how how old is Psychic Media Services? Uh, Psychic Media Services Psychic Media Services is only a few years old, and it's actually kind of a spinoff from what originally uh, was Sorgatron Media, which was just me working and giving a name to my freelancing. And it's kind of grown, and uh, my wife became part of the team. We would do a lot of projects with uh, Katie Dudas, uh, Dutters, some people know her as. Uh, and and we wanted to kind of grow than just a guy with a company with his name in it, right? <laughs> so that's what became part of that. So Sorgatron Media still exists as, as the place, well, the building. We have a studio here in Beachview, uh, as well as uh, you know a, a fledgling uh, a podcast network, and we try to uh, have a variety of content and help others making podcasts and kind of bring them in the fold, so 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 everybody can grow. Um, but yeah, Sidekick itself has been around for uh, I think three or four years now. So, like, what kind of products do you work on with Sidekick Media Services? What do you do? Well, there's podcasts, because that's kind of where a lot of it came from. But a lot of video production as well. Uh, websites, obviously, like we've done with you guys. And uh, social media work as well. And it's everything from, uh, you know, again, a podcast like 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 podcasts that, that kind of look and sound like this uh, in video and streaming, live stream events. We do a lot with professional wrestling, including producing some of the shows and, and uh, creating a platform to distribute and sell a lot of those. Uh, and we do uh, nuts and bolts uh, uh, following one client we do, uh, SAE International has a collegiate design series where the college students are making Baja cars and formula cars and, and RC planes and, and go and actually race them or run them and, 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 and you know, demonstrate that they work. Uh, we do the podcast leading into it informationally uh, to help distribute that, you know, changes in the rules or introduction for new people to the, to the competition that year. And then we go film the events and do highlight videos and, and special content based on that. Very cool. And I know so much work goes into so much of these details. Uh, I, I just look at like my project, and I'm sure you've worked on projects that are that are bigger than PGH Museums, but I look on at that project alone, and there's 400 listings, over 400 listings of museums, galleries, historic places, creative spaces, and, and so on. And I imagine that is painstakingly boring and tedious. How many hours went into building the PGH Museum's website? Do oh, you know? Multiple, multiple hours. Uh, and, and one of the beautiful things is, you know, and I've done web design uh, myself, uh, you know, from you know for about twenty years, and knew enough that I wanted to focus more on the video and podcasting side. But Missy is such a great detail-oriented person. She was kind of the perfect person to pick that up. And I know she spent days. And data entry, uh, uh, designing the thing, uh, you know, making sure everything works, all the nuts and bolts are in there for you, and 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 building into your specs over there. Yeah, I, I was watching it, and I, that's the part that's boring to me. Like, I just got like on Adderall, so I could start getting through this kind of stuff because it's boring. <laughs> like, I help put together the directory, but I can't imagine just sitting there and re-entering it again mm -hmm. and again mm -hmm. and again. And uh, right now, we were working on some of the 
the processes to to form our 501c3 and some of the paperwork I had to do for that was was just really boring and, and it's hard to get through that stuff so it's great to have somebody like Missy who has the the uh, wherewithal and the due diligence to to muscle through that. Well, you know, remember she she's coming from a law background. Uh, she was a paralegal for for probably about fifteen years, and uh, so she's she knows how to get her head into what needs to get done, and and she's picked up and learned all the web design uh, stuff. You know, in the last several years, it's become great. She, I mean, she's doing Photoshop stuff now that is just incredible. You know, it's like I'm like, man, I don't know if I did Photoshop that good. <laughs> Some of the <laughs> stuff that she's turning out lately. So, you deal with a lot of characters. You deal with me. You deal with. <laughs> I, I know I'm a character. I, I'm. I can be. I can be tough to deal with. Uh, you, you deal with other difficult people mm-hmm. without doxing anyone, unless you want to dox me. Without doxing anyone, what what is more challenging? Putting together the projects, the websites, the podcasts, the videos, all of the, this multimedia, or dealing with weirdos and crazies. We really work on our relationships with people to make sure that you know people understand what's happening, understand what they're getting out of this, understand our methods, if that makes any sense. So, like you know, Brian, working with your project, I mean, you and and uh, you and Missy obviously have a relationship from uh, projects that we've done, you know, over the years, uh, mm-hmm. of course. So it's easy to kind of work around that. Um, you know, when we bring a new one on, we just have like some pretty frank conversations with them about you know what to expect out of the project. You know, when somebody comes to me and they want a podcast, and I want a podcast, and it's going to get sponsorships worth a hundred thousand dollars, it's like okay, we need to have a <laughs> conversation about this and be and have some real expectations and goals. Uh, you know. And then again, something else where it's kind of a sponsored piece and we're working with a company, you know, it's like, okay, what is the content? What's your, what are you trying to get across here? And, uh, and, and it's been, um, strangely easy to work with a lot of our clients. So basically that's a really nice way of saying that PGH museums and me, uh, we, we were just kind of under the radar and we snuck in before you clamped down. And, and yeah, let me company. tell you about this one time with Brian. <laughs> <laughs> so everything is closed. The world has stopped. We're, we're dealing with this, this huge social distancing campaign to try the, the, to stop the spread of the COVID-19 virus. And uh, a lot of museums are really struggling. They're furloughing people. The, the Carnegie Museum system has closed all four of their museums for an additional two months since uh, this episode was recorded and furloughed a lot of their staff. Other staff are, are taking reduced pay and working from home. It's crazy, and you know they they'll survive. They have they have some great resources, but some of these museums are really going to struggle. They don't have the resources to draw from. A lot of them are run mostly by volunteers. They have one paid professional, and the rest of them are, are, are volunteers. So, what can they do to keep people's interest during this downturn, dur- during this this phase of dormancy? What can they do to to keep their audience and their members and their fans interested and engaged going forward well the fortunate thing is this is strange it's probably a little weird to say but this is probably the best time that um something like this would happen because if this was 20 years ago there's really not much you could do uh to keep in people's minds and i think that's the biggest thing is to at least keep in people's minds so that when this is over people can walk through the door and and keep continuing to support you uh, in in that way, uh, I 
you know, there's there's a lot of you have social media, you have live streaming like we're doing here because uh, normally Brian be right here on the couch across from me, but because of yeah. social distancing and we close our doors to the public, but we can still do something like this. If there is a chance, if you don't already yet, now is a great time to start a podcast about your museum. Now is a great time to start a video series about your museum, and it does not take much. If you are a, a museum with a limited budget, chances are somebody in your staff has one of these guys, an iPhone, an Android device. Uh, you know, a computer and and these you're walking around with a studio. And that's, I think that's the thing to remember. You're walking around with a TV studio. When you go watch Colbert and and those guys, uh, they a lot of them, I Fallon, I think for sure, is using an iPhone, is using, you know, this kind of technology. And mm. and and that is what you're seeing. And these are people that are used to spending, you know, hundreds of thousand dollars on an episode of their show. It, it, you know, with how many people staffed out, and now they're just like, okay, we're gonna make the video, and then I'm gonna Dropbox it or Google Drive it over to the editor, and we're gonna do this, and we're gonna organize the show on on Zoom or Skype or whatever it is people are using these days. And, uh, and and that really kind of shows, like, man, if that's they're doing and I got all the same stuff basically in my pocket, I think we can do something here. Um, you know, anything to re still relay that story, that message of what you guys are doing. And that not only that not only helps you there, it could also help you if you have not already kind of looked at a social media strategy. And this is a conversation I have had a, a lot of times with people that worked in nonprofits over the years. And they would tell me about uh, if, if you don't need social media for today, you need it so you have people that will support you when you need it. Mm -hmm. You don't need and, and And if you were doing social media up until now and getting a really good audience out of it, now is the time if you do have something like, hey, guys, please buy a gift card. Hey, guys, we got our online gift shops open. Now is the time where you can uh, sort of cash in that that good faith that you've been building over this time. But in the meantime, if you're new to it, this is a good time to start. You know, there's there's no better time to start than right now. Not yesterday. You're right, right now if you haven't done it yet. Um, and again, a podcast, which is maybe going to be a little easier for some people because then it is just voice. You don't have to worry about a lens in front of you. Uh, you can talk about just the story of the museum, uh, um, um, uh, parts of the museum, uh, you know, uh, exhibits from the, from the museum, you know, stories of the staff or, or things like that. Um, we actually talked about recently on our awesome cast a, a great story about a cowboy museum, um, and this is all over the news. You probably pretty find it pretty easy. And uh, real or not, they had apparently given a social media account, the Twitter account, to their security guard, who was wonderfully tweeting from it and and telling people about exhibits. And and it was you know a security guard that maybe had never tweeted before, and you know his his nephew told him to use hashtags, but instead of like we're used to the pound sign word for a hashtag, he was spelling out the word hashtag John Wayne, <laughs> and it was like the greatest. Again, it it just had this internet buzz. I now know about this cowboy cowboy museum in in Oklahoma or Nebraska or whatever it was. Um, I'll go find it when I want to go look it up. You know that's now in your head, and and 
and, and even you know three months from now when everything's opened back up and I and I take a trip through whatever state that was you know randomly I would go to Nebraska for a client I'd be like wait isn't that cowboy museum here you know if, that, if that's the case um, you know and, and hell, I think I'll stop in you know if I if I can I can in my travels you know that that's the thing that gets you on people's minds and and that's that's another way that you could do something there so in other words you can literally not have any idea what you're doing and somehow create a buzz. Just, just look at late night. Look at it. <laughs> yeah. One thing I, I'm really trying to, to recommend for people is to take a look at the calendar at pghmuseums.org, which I think is one of our greatest assets. And I know uh, Missy put a lot of time into organizing that and making that incredible. And it's an image that I like to share a lot because I think it shows the, the strength of the website and what the website can offer people. And I feel like this time, because... Let's face it, people are going to be poor once we come out of this. Mm-hmm. The people right now who aren't working, most of them were, were not in jobs that were paying top dollar anyways. A lot of those people get to work from home, or uh, I guess some of them could have been laid off in, in some industries, some, you know, some of the blue-collar industries, and they could have been making a lot of money. But, but they're not going to make the money they were. And with the stimulus check that's coming out, I'm not knocking it. I think it's important that it comes out, but it's it's... If I were to get $1,200 and I, and I wasn't working right now, that would cover maybe my rent and utility. I wouldn't have money left over to eat. So people are going to be struggling, and they're gonna be, but they're going to be anxious for things to do. And there are a lot of museums at pghmuseums.org that are free or very, very affordable. You can go and not only have a great experience, a really enjoyable experience, you can educate yourself and, and culture yourself for like five bucks in some instances, instead of spending, you know, thirty dollars to go to a show or something like that, you can spend this a little bit of, uh, amount of money and really entrench yourself in the local history or the art community here in southwestern Pennsylvania. And I think now is the time to really create that list. That that uh, I'm trying to think of how to describe it. That like that to-do list of museums to go to, to travel to. In the in the map is a great tool because you can find where you live and find the museums right around your house, and, and even find navigation options to those museums because it is attached through Google Maps. So you can really find you can really map out your escape from the house when we finally are let out of. It feels like when we're finally let out of, out of jail. So it feels like it feels like we're all on house arrest. I mean, it's necessary. I'm not I'm not knocking it, but but I know a lot of people are going to be very anxious to get out into the real world again. And I think that what PGH Museums offers is really the tools to do that in a way that is affordable for people who are going to be coming into a recession. I mean, I think there, it's going to be at least the recession. It's, it's going to be pretty dark because the economy has been everything's been shut off uh, really for uh, it'll be for over a month. So I think that. It's going to be a struggle for people, and I think that this could be a great tool. Absolutely, and and, and that's really important what you're saying there about you know, especially if if there are some tough times uh, coming out of this and this tough time, you know, this this is a great time to kind of like see what is around you, you know, look look through that directory in the map and and and, and kind of make that plan to be like you know, look and this was like, oh, I didn't know this was in my backyard, you know, uh, and I think that's a good opportunity, or, or I didn't know that museum was by uh, you know Aunt Joe's. You know, we'll swing by there next time we we have an opportunity to visit and we're able to visit. Um, I think that's really important and and you know, kind of making that escape plan, but also just kind of exploring and you know, yeah. maybe you have a little bit of time on your hands, uh, and this is a good time to be like to do that exploring. 
Yeah, and it's free, and that's one thing. You know, it, we we are in the works of becoming a nonprofit five hundred one c three. As long as we, as soon as we get the the revenue together and stuff like that. So, uh, you know, our mission is to connect you to these museums. So we're not we don't charge you to access the directory and the vital resources that are, are necessary to to learn and educate yourself. That's all available for free at pghmuseums.org. So I think it's a great great opportunity for people. Awesome. Well, it's been all a really right. fun project. It it's it's cool to see. Um, you know, uh, one of your brainstorms growing into something real over the last uh, year or so. Uh, with this project, and it, like I think I saw some some old notes about when you guys started this, and I, and I can't believe you've been at the PGH museums for as long as you have been already. Yeah, yeah, and I'm I'm interested to see where it goes. We have a really great group of people working on it. We just added a few new people, and um, I'm really excited to see the direction we're going. And I think we have uh, the staff to to make it happen as long as I can keep the energy up and and keep moving along enough. Uh, B12 vitamin pills going through me and this is, this, well, this is the thing you need you need to get on your Skype Zoom whatever and do a do it do an online pep rally for your volunteers or your 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 employees or wherever the case may be there's a good time for that there's a good time if you have Slack I I'm, we have a Slack with everybody that we collaborate with here with the Sorgatron Media Sidekick and and I get in there a couple times a week. And just Slack like, is a is a business messaging outlet just for yes, people. Yes, yes. So some people, it's Microsoft Teams, uh, or whatever the case may be. Um, whatever your business connecting thing is, if you have that place, you know, if, if there's nothing to do because the museum's closed, still check in with everybody. I think that's very important if you are a museum uh, to to uh, help keep those those relationships going or build in this time. It's a team building exercise apart from each other. Yeah, I hope you uh, join our team at pghmuseums.org. Uh, we're always looking for for new members. If you're in a position to to join, if not, I hope you explore the website and I hope you take advantage of of all of the resources that we have to offer. It's pghmuseums.org. This is Michael Sorg with Sidekick Media Services. Uh, give a give a little plug for your business. What, what do you want people to know about Sidekick? Well, if you're looking for something to uh, consume in this time, uh, we got a couple of things going on. Sorgatronmedia.com is our podcast network. A lot of great things happening there, including uh, we are doing a live stream uh, with Yajagoff, the the podcast Yajagoff and blog, I guess. Uh, it, it's, a, it's a live stream on Wednesday nights where at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time where uh, there is a comedian and a musician, and uh, they are actually being paid $100 by sponsors to help uh, them in this time, this downtime for the arts uh, on that side. But other, we're, we're still raring and going with uh, our, our great lineup of uh, podcasts. Everybody's finding a way to connect and make it happen, whether that be a, a thrifty podcast. Who, they don't have Goodwill stores, so they've been doing things. Wrestling Mayhem Show, uh, awesome cast, and, uh, and just a whole bunch of comic book pit. Uh, are not coming in studio, but they're making things happen and talking about comic books. Plenty of time to read. Uh, IndieWrestling.us, IndieWrestling.network, if you're interested in professional wrestling, and especially here in the Pittsburgh area, Cleveland, West Virginia, we have a lot of stuff going on. And we're still putting together some new releases, even though there are not as... You know, we did like five to eight live events every month, and now it's uh, uh, we have a lot of uh, back stock of footage that we're actually pushing out the door. So everybody has plenty of stuff to watch here in the meantime. And of course, sidekickmediaservices.com if you're interested. If you need a super, if you if you need a sidekick in your superhero project, 
uh, go over there and we'll see so we can help you out in whatever you're trying to uh, get and figure out in these times uh, uh, to, to connect. Explore some of the region's most dynamic murals in one of the most fascinating venues with the Society to Preserve the Milvo Murals of Maxovanka. The Society works with the St. Nicholas Croatian Catholic Church to provide tours of the 25 murals painted on the church sanctuary walls. A mixture of religious and social commentary can be found with inspirations from World War II. What would it be like growing up in a church surrounded in these murals? We asked docent manager and church attendee, Andrew Stefanik. You'd always be finding something new when you were, even when you were sitting here during mass or during other ceremonies. Um, and you'd maybe you'd lose track of what of mass and you would, your eyes would wander about, about the murals and you would find something new. And even to this day, every time I come in here, I find something new in the murals. Is there anything a visitor observed that's new to Andrew? Absolutely, there are so many. Um, almost every time, and I would say the best tours, are when somebody comes in and discovers something new or points something out new to me. And I would say my favorite parts about the tours that I give is the information that I share that I've gotten from others and gotten from visitors that I were no experts or had no specific expertise, but just their attention was drawn to something specific. Learn how these iconic murals connect you to the past and discover what they could teach you about the present with a tour from the Society to Preserve the Millville Murals of Max Ivanka. Find out more at vankamurals.org. Thank you for listening to COVID Conversations, a special series for PGH Museums, produced and edited by me, Brian Crawford. Support PGH Museums by joining our membership program at pghmuseums.org slash join. Our music is Energy 2013 by Sasha Endy and can be found at filmmusic.io and licensed under the Creative Commons. Let us know how you're keeping your spark in these trying times. Email me at brian at pghmuseums.org. Stay safe, keep your distance, and keep creating.